We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 161. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. Why and did you cut him off? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was like jumping on the microphone. Because last week there was a weird it was pause. Like a magic, there was like a massive pause last week. So I week. jumped right in there today. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just got to jump right in. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a fun podcast today, I think. Anyway, this is uh, episode 161. Welcome to storm season. We've got quite a bit to talk about on storm season front. Um, Second high risk of the year in a week. Is it eight days or seven days? I can't remember. Eight days. Yeah, high risk. Same area. Same. Pretty much. I mean, I mean, some of the areas were the same, but yeah, it was shifted just a little bit. Not, it was. It's it's kind of uh, uh, scary, actually, because yeah. we are early in the spring still. You know, spring storm season. Of course, it always affects that area down there first. Mm-hmm. But to have two and eight, two two high risks in eight days is almost unheard of in my lifetime and it, it it makes me wonder what is what's to come when it that storm season hits closer to home yeah because all that is going to start lifting to the north and you know i think we said even last week on the podcast it's it's kind of rare you even get one high risk an entire year yeah uh, you know and now we've and, had and two seems, in a week it mm. seems that in the past few years they have been getting them down there more than we get them up here i remember in 2019 we had one for oklahoma which kind of turned out to be a bust Uh, they had a couple they could have probably uh been better served with a moderate uh Mm. risk that day but that was the last one in our general area now will we get some this year i don't know the way things are shaping up we we might yeah, and I'm wondering because we had talked before, like some of the professionals were even saying, you know, that, you know, well, it's going to be a slow start to the severe season and then really kick up. Well, it's really kicking up in the south. It's still yeah. March. It's not even April yet. So that's yeah, kind of. You know yeah. what? But a lot of the times they get their first severe events from mid-February on. So maybe it's a slow start down there too, just a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, not not much of a delay, but a little bit. Yeah. And the, cause I, you know, we, I don't close. think we'll have that huge of a delay, really. We're going to have yeah. storms. Oh, oh definitely. It, it's raining right now. Which was weird, you know. I mean, we we hoisted... I mean, we that today, we're recording this on Saturday. Um, and it's Saturday evening, and it, it just started raining in Branson and it hasn't rained here all day. 
Uh, matter of fact, today we hit the warmest we have so far this year. Our, yeah. our weather station hit uh, 84.4. Now, I was flying the drone at 6, and I did get rained on just briefly Oh, you outside. did? Okay. Uh, but it wasn't much. I could still fly okay. But the wind came up. We were at... We went... Took the kids out to the... Uh, chilling out the shaved ice place oh, yeah. down the road here. Uh-huh. And we just about got blown over. Really? Waiting in line. See, that's crazy. You emphasize on that, honey? It was windy. <laughs> it was windy. <laughs> I couldn't catch your breath. Like, I got out of the car and it took my breath away. Wow. But it was cooler, too. So we must have been part of a downdraft of, because I could feel I could feel the air just turn colder, like, instantly almost. Yeah. And it, now, was that right after that, that cell, that, the hailer that went through Reed Spring? Is that, I think that was – it was actually – Right before that. Before that? Because we've had little cells go up here. Yeah, and I remember you texted me, and I'm like, it, I asked you, is it cooler? And you said, yeah. And I said, that's probably, you know, like a... You, the, you not a, that was a line from Twister, did you? What? Uh, what was a line from Twister? What I said. I didn't hear what you said. You asked me to elaborate on that. Oh, it's Literally windy. a line. It from the movie windy. Twister. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a while. I need to turn that on. I haven't either. I like to watch it during spring just to kind of get all ready to go for, you know, just so I feel prepared. I'm just watching James Spann in, in Birmingham, Alabama to get prepared. Man, he yeah. was well, – he, he does like like uh, Travs does in Tulsa. Right. I mean, when they got tornadoes, man, he goes wall to wall. And, you know, watching those uh, – I need to explain to people, you know, we, there's five risk levels. And there's, there's not a whole lot of difference between moderate and high, but – and on when you get a high risk, there is a very strong chance you're going to get some long track, intense tornadoes. And the reason I say that is because I was watching James, and one cell dropped a tornado on the western border of Alabama right after noon the other day. And by four o'clock, that thing was still on the ground. It had passed Birmingham, and it was going into Georgia, still on the ground. Now, that, that is insane. That's high risk to me. I mean. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. And they were showing all sorts of damage. And, so, and that was just one of them. I mean, I think that was the longest one. But you get a tornado that's traveling 200 miles. Yeah, that's, that's pretty intense. Oh, yeah. On those days, and some people think we're crazy, if we were under a high risk like that, I don't send the kids to school. I don't blame you. I mean, because confidence is so strong at that point. But we're point. from Oklahoma, and we know. There's been know. a couple of times when we've kept the kids home. When when it, when it they are confident enough that bad weather is imminent, like it's going to happen. Not if it happens, it's well coming. That's yeah. a high for me, and, and almost a moderate, depending on what I... I'll, mm-hmm. If it's a moderate, I'll take a look at every all the data and all the information that's presented, and I'll make a decision. You know, but, exactly. but if it's a high, I don't even have to do that. Oh yeah, and but I mean, I wish I would. Uh, I wish I could tell my employers, the Hughes brothers, "Hey, we're under a high risk. I'm not coming in today." Right. <laughs> you know, we, I don't want to wonder about when I should go get my kids or. You know what time I should go get them so that they're home safe. Well, like, by then it'll be just, too late. 
Right. Like, yeah. I just want them home. I know they're here. I know they're safe. I know they can take cover. I don't have to worry about it. Well, and they're probably going to start, I mean, many times these storms are going to start firing after 2 p.m. When you get into real season, after 2, 3 o'clock, that's when they really start. And they don't waste any time. Sometimes you right. can go to nothing to they severe explode. in like 10 minutes. I mean, it's like, and I've seen it, and you've seen it too. It's like, we've posted a radar loop one time. It's like, look here, this was like 10 frames, and there's nothing, and boom. And it kind of did that today. Uh, they said it was happening, and I watched, I almost posted a radar loop, but that boundary was right along, you know, Branson, south of 44, and I saw it, and all of a sudden, within 10 frames, Boom, it exploded, but we didn't get severe out of it. Uh, we had one warning in our area, but that's about it. We we did? Oh, you mean down in Washington County? Yeah. Yeah, that was way down there, wasn't it? Yep. But I, I like it. I mean, we, you and I both were kind of watching this. You sent it. You sent me a, a screenshot of it. I'm like, eh, let's see. And then I turned it on and turned all my tilts on. The radar has different tilts. You can go kind of up more in the sky. And I thought, oh, eh, you know, it kind of wanted, it was doing something. It was something. enough to pique my interest, Yeah, you know, in the storm. So, I mean, just know that even if they're not severe, Randy and I are looking at them. Oh, yeah. And going over them with a fine-tooth comb, making e- sure. Even if I'm working, I'm looking at them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unfortunately, Corey's the one posting it. I can't. You know, it's like dangling a piece of candy in front of a kid, you know, just up here. Because I'm sitting there watching the storm and I'm playing a show. It's like, I can't move. i got to keep playing yeah. the show. But they know. You know, we've talked about that a lot. Um, cold front moving through tonight. Uh, I checked the uh, uh, the uh, Branson Airport. And last hour they were coming in at 72 degrees. and But they had a north West wind at 12, gusting to 21. Now, I don't know if that's changed. I mean, the cold front, I'm going to check that again. But, uh, oh, Springfield's down to 56. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so they've dropped. And then uh, Branson Airport is now down to 64. They've dropped 8 degrees. Northwest wind 17, gusting to 24 mile per hour. Um, But it could be that batch of rain, too, kind of cooling everybody off. Well, the air was cold to me. I mean, I wasn't getting rained on in the line at the uh, snow cone place, but it was uh, it was chilly. Oh yeah, yeah. What that are we part? at? We are at fifty six point seven here at the oh, Storm really? Dog headquarters. After a uh, high of eighty four point four. Wow. Now I went. I went early. I went to play disc golf. Um, it's about noon, I guess. I went to Forsyth, Empire Park, which is awesome. And it wasn't windy. I mean, it got a little warm. Uh, put lots of sunscreen and uh, played the back nine. And, and the clouds kind of started coming over, but it really wasn't much. And I left about 2.45, 3 o'clock because I knew something was going to start happening. So I was like, yeah, I kind of need to get home. And uh, you guys enjoyed a little summer outdoor festivities, didn't you? Yeah, we went out on the water for a little while. Uh, there was a lot of people out today. Oh, yeah, enjoying I bet. themselves. <laughs> Branson itself was just absolutely packed. This whole week. It took a while just to get to the water from here. I mean, wow. there was a lot of traffic down by Branson Landing. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you go to, where, where did you go in at? Uh, Holland, is it Holland, Holland Park? Park? Holland Park. Hollister, Holland. Turkey Creek. Oh, okay. 
Okay. I went and bought us some drinks. And uh, what else did you buy? A sucker. A sucker. <laughs> I bought some M&Ms at uh, Scotty's Trout Dock before we got in. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We still got to have Lamar on the show at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody's all happy and... They were busy. Everybody was in there buying minnows and bait. It was... Everybody's ready ready for spring. Oh, we're he's not ready for any yeah. more cold weather. <laughs> no. No. And I got to tell you this, too. And th- this was kind of surprising to me, and I raised my eyebrow. and then, But since then, they have removed it. But the, this morning, they said another system was coming through Tuesday night and could be some thunder. And on the back side of it, snow... Wednesday morning. Yeah. Now, not accumulating, but you know how these systems go. And I thought, okay. So I texted my mother. I said, hey, guess what it's going to do Wednesday morning? And I told her, and she was, of course, you know, thrilled not. <laughs> but I looked this afternoon, and they have taken all mention of snow, and they've reduced the rain chances. So, yeah. It, it, I'm not the, liking the low Wednesday night into Thursday morning, which is 33. That's too cold for me at this time of year. I'm 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 already in warm air mode. Now wait, is that Tuesday? So we're still in March at that point. Well, this is Thursday, early Thursday morning, April first. Oh, that's April first. Maybe maybe it's a trick. Maybe it's April Fools. High of sixty, but low of thirty three. Yeah, I don't think it's going to last. I mean, if it dips down there, it's probably going to just dip and then just go. But right I got back some up. maters out there, and I got some strawberries. What did you get? Got, you got a bunch of stuff. I got a bunch of stuff this year. I hope they do okay. I don't no know. No peppers. I didn't get any peppers. Well, that's Grayson Steel. <laughs> I I just kind of threw a mixed. I just threw a bunch of seeds out there, and whatever happens, happens. Mystery plants. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I know two of them are tomatoes, so we're good there. That's all I care about. <laughs> I just I just threw this one thing a <clears throat> meme away. It showed what different things get along. Like potatoes get along with this, but the, but potatoes don't get along with me. You know, or, or different thing. It was a whole big thing. So you could have, you know, just detrimented your gardening if <laughs> throwing them all in there together. I even did some flowers, but I planted them. I mean, they're seeds. So oh yeah. I think I saw where they were actually sprouting. I'm doing onions, and they've already sprouted. Some Those things onions. grow, yeah. 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 Mom needs to go to the... which I've never done before, and they, they come in early, you know, earlier in yeah. the spring. I do remember that, because Mom and Dad had uh, a stra- whole bunch of strawberry plants out back behind the, the playhouse, and they, they just grew and grew and grew. Of course, yeah. my mother has the greenest thumb of anyone I know. She could I just do not. Look I'm, at something. I'm learning, though. Well, my wife would have the blackest thumb of anyone. That's why we have no plants in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I did see this. Um, uh, the NHC, National Hurricane Center, uh, They you may, you may have said this last time, uh, but they've officially retired four storms. Yeah. Uh, Dorian in 2019, Laura 2020, Ada in 2020, and Iota in 2020. I thought that was interesting because... Most of those are 2020. That's last year. Which right. means, yeah, because we talked about them kicking up and backing up the tropical weather outlook back into uh, May instead of June. Uh-huh. So I, they're definitely going to do that. I kind of saw that. I think I saw one. Well, they're all, also the, uh, the Greek alphabet is no more. I know. 
oh, thing and I, of the past. I had something here. Uh, I don't know if I can find it again. Uh, maybe I'll find it at the weather school where they said uh, they they have, <coughs> excuse me, like uh, pocket names. They have a, a list of names. So in case they run out, which they think they will of the normal year, these are the names they're always going to go to. And I thought, that doesn't make any sense because they... The article said, you know, because Zeta, Eta, and Theta are so similar, people get confused. I mean, they just had a list of things that were like, yeah, that's confusing to people. I, I didn't know. have a problem with it. I mean, it's only happened twice in the in my lifetime. Of course, that it's been twice in the past 15, 16 years. Well, what they but, need to do is get rid of names like Isaias. I mean, really? Right. The ones that nobody can say. Uh, yeah. So you're getting rid of the Greek alphabet. Well, because other regions or countries that translated, I don't know, it was somewhere. Whatever. Whatever they well, do. You, those four names got retired. Yeah. Dorian, of course, was the big one. Uh, in 2025, Dorian will be replaced by Dexter. 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 Sounds like a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. It is a TV show. <laughs> yeah. Now, Dorian wasn't this past year. It was last year. It was 2019. Right, right. 2019 was, was Dorian. But the so other 2020 three... was Laura. And in 2026, Laura will be replaced with Hurricane Leah. So L-E-A-H, Leah. Okay, so in place of Laura, Leah will go in there. Correct. How, how about Ada? Well, they don't say because they were Greek. They were the Greek alphabet. Oh, that's right. I'm going to try to find that. Because it was just here. They're going to retire. There we go. And I remember looking on here. Okay, so what they say is, uh, there can be too much focus on the use of the Greek alphabet names, not the actual impacts from the storm. I'm like, really? What? what? I, I don't believe that one... Iota. I, I'm reading you World Meteorological Society. Uh, <laughs> not one iota. I don't believe it. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> says there is confusion with some Greek alphabet names when they are translated into other languages used within the region. Okay. Uh, the next one, the pronunciation. This is what kicked me off. The pronunciation of several of the Greek letters, Zeta, Eta, and Theta, are similar and occur in succession. In 2020, this resulted in storms with very similar sounding names occurring simultaneously, which led to messaging challenges rather than streamlined and clear communication. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That That was a horrible incident for me. I just couldn't keep them all straight. Yeah. Well, I mean, but but, I mean, the good thing about Isaias is that it was so bizarre. Everybody was saying, you know, 50. Everybody said it different, no matter which, like, depending on which (laughs) news outlet you listen to, they all said it different. I know. So I thought I would, I would throw that in there, but. um, But they're all pretty normalized names this year. I don't think we're going to have too hard of a time pronouncing. God, I hope not. If he. Probably won't make it as through them as well either last year we went way too far into the alphabet yeah. i don't know i just don't know if isa comes comes back at least we'll know how to pronounce it you know <laughs> i mean i can't i still can't i can't i can't either so you guys been sneezing nope i nope. oh well you are lucky because i'm on an antihistamine i'm on an eye drop 
And uh, trying to keep everything. I mean, at, my allergies are going nuts. So let's take a gander at the pollen report. <laughs> yeah, getting, since it's Saturday, all I can get is pollen.com. Uh, which that's good enough. Uh, Saturday through Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. High, way up there, 11 point something out of a scale of 12. It's up crazy. And the predominant pollens are elm, juniper, and maple. So maple's getting getting out there. But again, juniper, so that's what I'm allergic to. I don't know. You're lucky, dude. What is juniper? Is that, what is, do you, would you recognize it if you saw it? Nope. I recognize Me maple. Either. Well, yeah, <laughs> and elm because they're on the side of those, you know, avenues and streets. But well, those are the easy ones. But but anything other than that, I would have a hard time. You know, yeah, red cedar I would probably recognize. Yeah, white birch I recognize. I mean, that's that's easy. I know I know what a sycamore tree looks like. Yeah, an ash I would I would recognize yeah. that. But we don't we don't see those very much. But yeah, so if people are suffering from allergies, this is why you got tons and tons of stuff uh, floating around out there. So, and I have something special on this next little segment too. The storm door bird watching report. The bird watching well. report. Uh, my mother doesn't have much in there, but her friend Rosalie who we call Mother Hen because she's just a wonderful woman and takes care of my mother and anything she needs that, you know, if I can't do it, then Rosalie is right there. She said she's seeing a lot of Martins coming in. So I know nothing about Martins. I know Steve Martin plays the banjo. Yeah. Well, is he in? He Is he coming? Is he now? In? No. I wish. No. I would go see him. <laughs> he came Martin to Houses, Martin Houses are the, the big... Like the big mansions, those are Martins. Oh, yeah, because big mansions. Because mom said that, that mother hen said that she has a whole bunch of Martins, Martin houses up there. The, those are the ones that have the, the several holes on them, don't they? Yes. Okay. Like, like I said, they look like big bird mansions. Wow. I have a hummingbird report. Uh oh. Okay. They're not here yet. They're not here yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're still a good. But it's, when's the first? Uh, it's coming Thursday. Up. First is Thursday. So we got a good two and a half weeks. But but yeah. my friend, Randy Bagby, down mm-hmm. near Waco, got his first hummingbird this week. Ah. So, coming. so they are on the way. Nice. They are in Waco. So they're probably north of Waco by now because that's been a good five or six days ago. Yeah, they got to uh, go into Oklahoma. Lift up so they're Oklahoma on their way. Yeah, so prepare those those hummingbird feeders. You you'll need to do the, your hummingbird feeder instructions here in the next week or two. Well, this year I have a camera and it's already up and streaming, and it's gonna go right next to my feeder, so I can actually have a twenty four hour camera on my hummingbird feeder. Nice. So it'll be pretty. I wonder cool. if you can stream that to our website. I would have to do some hacking, but I might be able to do that. Well, if anybody can do it, you can do it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, I tell you, we've been talking about the weather, the severe weather, and all the long track tornadoes and all the stuff going on in Dixie and possibly coming up here at some point. So it's time to pull out the weather school that explains all about tornadoes, how they form, 
all the different types. There are several types of tornadoes, too. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. Spring is prime severe weather season, and atmospheric conditions are getting ripe for tornadoes. A tornado is a rapidly rotating column of air that is in contact with both the surface of the earth and a cumulonimbus cloud. The windstorm is often referred to as a twister, whirlwind, or a cyclone. If you were to look down from the sky toward the surface of the earth, then you'll see that the winds travel counterclockwise around the storm system in the northern hemisphere. Tornadoes come in many shapes and sizes, and they are often visible in the form of a condensation funnel originating from the base of a cumulonimbus cloud, with a cloud of rotating debris and dust beneath it. Most tornadoes have wind speeds less than 110 miles per hour, or about 250 feet across, and travel just a few miles before dissipating. The most extreme tornadoes can attain wind speeds of more than 300 miles per hour, are more than two miles in diameter, and stay on the ground for dozens of miles. Other tornado-like phenomena that exist in nature include the gustnado, the dust devil, the fire whirl, and the steam devil. Tornadoes occur most frequently in North America, particularly in central and southeastern regions of the United States, colloquially known as Tornado Alley. They also occur in southern Africa, northwestern and southeast Europe, western and southeastern Australia, New Zealand, Bangladesh, and adjacent eastern India, and southeastern South America. Tornadoes can be detected before or as they occur through the use of pulse Doppler radar by recognizing patterns in velocity and reflectivity data, such as the hook echoes or debris balls, as well as through the efforts of storm spotters. There are several scales for rating the strength of tornadoes. The Fujita scale rates tornadoes by damage caused and has been replaced in some countries by the updated Enhanced Fujita scale. An F0 or EF0 tornado, the weakest category, damages trees, but not substantial structures. An F5 or EF5 tornado, the strongest category, rips buildings off their foundations and can deform large skyscrapers. There are several different types of tornadoes. One is called a rope tornado. 
Rope tornadoes are some of the smallest and most common types of tornadoes, getting their name from their rope-like appearance. Most tornadoes begin and end their life cycle as a rope tornado before growing into a larger twister or dissipating into thin air. However, some may last for only a few brief minutes, retaining their rope-like appearance the entire time that they are in contact with the ground. Despite their small size, they can still be dangerous to those in their path. Although rope tornadoes may look weaker than much larger ones, some get more intense as they narrow and tighten. Another type is a cone tornado. When people think of a tornado rolling across the plains in the central U.S., a cone tornado is often what comes to mind. Cone tornadoes, similar to rope tornadoes, get their name from their shape. They are narrower where they touch the ground than where they meet at the base of the associated thunderstorm. These are generally more dangerous than rope tornadoes as their paths tend to be wider and they can leave a larger trail of damage. A stovepipe tornado is similar to a cone, the main difference being that they are generally the same width at the base of the thunderstorm as where they meet the ground. Another kind is a wedge tornado. Some of the largest and most destructive tornadoes in history fall in the category of a wedge tornado. Wedge tornadoes can appear wider than they are tall, and they can leave behind a large trail of destruction in their wake. Wedges are usually major tornadoes, meaning that they are given a rating of EF3 or higher. Some of the worst tornadoes in history were wedge tornadoes, including the El Reno tornado that tracked across Oklahoma on May 31, 2013. This was the widest tornado ever recorded, growing to 2.6 miles wide during the height of the storm. Multivortex and Satellite Tornadoes some supercell thunderstorms can produce multiple tornadoes throughout the life of the storm, but others may produce multiple twisters at the same time. Supercell thunderstorms are organized storms that have a strong circulation. This circulation is what helps lead to the formation of a tornado. Multivortex means that you have at least two, if not more, little areas that are swirling around the main parent circulation. While multi-vortex tornadoes have small ropes spinning around them, in extreme cases, a storm can produce two tornadoes spinning independently of each other. When this occurs, the second tornado that forms is called a satellite tornado. These are extremely rare and can lead to multiple trails of damage in the wake of the storm. Another kind is a water spout or a land spout. These may look like tornadoes, but they can develop when no thunderstorms are in the area. Although water spouts are always tornadoes by definition, they don't officially count in tornado records unless they hit land. While some water spouts develop the same way that tornadoes do, many are not associated with supercell thunderstorms. They are smaller and weaker than most intense Great Plains tornadoes, but still can be quite dangerous. 
Despite being weaker than most tornadoes, they can still be strong enough to overturn boats and create rough seas. No matter what type of whirling dervish comes down from the sky, the best thing to do is find shelter immediately. Never ignore a tornado warning when it is issued for your community. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there, you should know things like stovepipe, rope, wedge. What's the other one, Corey? Uh, uh, stovepipe, rope. Wedge. Wedge. There's, uh, there's so many. Water spout. There's lots of them. You know, uh, funnel, yeah, all that I kind guess. of thing. Well, that's why we have the weather. There's spout. a land spout, you know. The land spout. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, it's time to get into in other news. Uh, you want to talk about yours first, and I'll talk about the big announcement. We're already at in other news? Yeah. No, you can do the big announcement first. Oh, okay. Okay. I have a big announcement. Uh, we were talking and been talking, and hopefully this will work out. Um, we uh, we're getting vaccinated, so this is all all good things. We are well right now. Yeah, yeah. Corey and I got our our, our first shot. We did. We're ready. Same day. <laughs> yeah, same day. I'm glad you texted probably, me. We'll probably go back the same day too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just hours. Uh, you, you had left, just barely left when I showed up. <laughs> I think mine's April thirteenth at like two fifteen or something. Yeah, like mine that. mine's at three, but I don't think they really yeah. care on the time, nah. so we'll just go there. Yeah. So anyway, the point is, uh, we will probably be resuming our in person podcast uh, starting April fifth. So let's put a. Put a cherry on that and cross our fingers, but uh, and the people at home have no idea what that means because it sounds like we're together anyway. That's right. Well, for the past what year? This has been like years, or not years, yeah. but a long, long time ever has since. It been over a year? I don't. I don't, I don't know. Since COVID hit, uh, Corey and Shara have been uh, recording remotely from their house or their porch or their bedroom or their couch or. <laughs> Right. Or Miami. Last week you were in Miami and we recorded yeah. from there. Uh, but uh, yeah, since things are, are looking up in the in the COVID field, um, we're going to shoot for April 5th to have people, you guys, back in the studio. So it'll save me a bunch of editing and it'll probably sound a lot better. But uh, anyway, yeah. So next week we will be uh, revisiting the uh, podcast, The Sun Safety. The sun is out and people are out, and it's warm, and I put on tons of sunscreen, and I will be seeing my dermatologist for my yearly uh, checkup on Tuesday, Dr. Christopher Wilbers, and he is the one that was kind enough. So you here in, in Branson? No, he's in Springfield. Okay. Farrell Fer- Duncan, uh, he's been there for years. Okay, I know what that is. Yeah, uh, he, just a, a wonderful dermatologist, and he was kind enough to spend... About 45 minutes and just talk about sun, talk about the radiation, talk about how the sun affects the skin. We talked about uh, uh, sunscreens, what you need to look for, what to do if you get a sunburn. Just a wonderful thing. I like to play that every year for our new listeners. So that will be next week. And then, hopefully April 5th, I'll have Corey and Shara in the podcast studio again. And we'll go from there. So that's my big announcement. 
Yay! So, what you got? Um, I don't really have a whole bunch. I now. Yeah, we don't have much. <laughs> we uh, they announced this week a major, major upgrade to the GFS model. Mm, yeah. And uh, it could be pretty significant. Uh, the GFS is the the major is it's the global forecast system, but it's 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 Noah's major U.S. based model, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they call it the American model versus the European sometimes. Yeah, even though it's called the global. Yeah, it's called a global, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's weird that we don't have an American. There's a Canadian. And there's well, we European. Have, we have the North American model, and they never we have really... a North American, but that's everything. Yeah, weird, they don't you know? talk don't about have... that. <laughs> right, we don't. Yeah, the GMS. Anyway, they are upgrading it, so it'd be neat to see uh, the benefits of that. There's some things that are. Uh, let's. I. I. There was a uh, term they used here. Let me see if I can find it here. I'm on. I'm probably not even on the right. Because I, th- I think I saw that article, but I didn't read they're, the whole thing. They're coupling with a global. They're coupling it with a global wave model called Wave Watch Three. Oh, I missed that. So part. now the GFS will extend its current wave forecast, like for hurricanes and tropical waves, from ten days out to sixteen days out. Oh wow! And they ran a model. Of the current GF- GFS compared with the beta model of this GFS, and I forget which hurricane it was, but it did such a better job. At one point, the the current GFS of last year or two years ago had a hurricane hitting on the Gulf Coast of Florida when it actually hit on the uh, Atlantic Coast. Hmm. And the new model had it right, and the old one had it wrong. Oh, so that's an improvement. It's, it, it's promising. Wow. Now, when will this be operational? I, you know, I'm not finding that information, and maybe it already is. I don't know. There, there's not a date on any of these articles I've, I've been reading. Hmm. But that's good so. that they're... Because that, that, I mean, the GFS does need an upgrade because we always talk about the Euro does so much better at winter. It just does yeah. so much better at winter. Well, now if that, I mean, now that's one aspect. But if they get that GFS upgrade, I'm very curious to see, you know, how that's gonna gonna fare. You know, <laughs> wow. Well, it needed one. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it will. Do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, it, it, the way I read it, it's really going to improve the tropical stuff. Yeah, which which that uh, needs to be done. It does for sure. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, we get a lot of tropical stuff in in these this part of the world. Mm-hmm. So definitely, yes. Anyway, be watching for that. Really, I don't have much else. Do you have anything else? Well, we have that, what happened in Harrison. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I brought that up right before the, sh- the That was podcast. so cool, and you made a big post about it, and we hardly ever see anything. I, I Well, it's nice that the lady even 
thought of us to, to send it to us yeah. because I've not seen that name before on our likes and comments or anything. No. But there's a lot of people that like and comment on our stuff or that don't like and comment on our stuff but still follow yeah, us. Yeah, they just kind of watch, right. So this lady, she uh, – I'm trying to bring up the post here. We posted a lot today, so I'm trying to. Yeah, we have to go back in. <laughs> go back in time here. And we even have a, a weather school about this, but I figured the tornadoes was probably a little bit more pertinent to get on here. <clears throat> but this girl, Carrie, in Harrison, uh-huh. she looked out her window and saw something in her field. Of course, it was a little foggy, but she could still see something odd in her field, so she walks out there. And picks it up, and it's a weather balloon from Norman, Oklahoma. Well, not the balloon itself, because it pops. Yeah. And she's in but Harrison. In Harrison, so 250 that- miles. <laughs> and that's as the crow flies from, yeah. from Norman. That's so, nuts. And she sent a bunch of pictures. So if if you go, go back on our Facebook page and just scroll yep. down or go through our, our pics or something, and you'll see uh, there's a picture of her. You know, looking at it, it's right there. It's so cool. <laughs> it is cool. Of course, that's the box. What is it? It's called a radio sound. Radio sound. Yes, radio sound. And that's all the. That's how it radios back on a certain frequency back to Norman, so they have all their their data. Yeah. They send up and, a big. And old... what, what's weird about it is it said just just dispose of properly. It didn't give them a way of sending them back Which back in is... the day. Yeah. And some different models of radio sounds they. They they include a bag to put it in to send it back. Well, this one doesn't. Yeah, when it says dispose of proper, pro- I mean, I I didn't know you did that. I thought you always sent them back to where they belong. You know, come from. Yeah. So yep, yes. not this not this version or, or model. Now I did a little bit of research last night, and on average, a weather balloon, the average flight is. Only 180 miles. Oh, well, this went a lot farther than this that. This one went 250. Now, I've seen them go as far as 400 when they get in that jet stream and they're, they're uh, gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, before they pop, uh, I sure. think I, I remember one from Tulsa ended up in uh, Illinois somewhere one time. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty far. Uh, I did a little uh, mileage map last night with the post. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, I saw, that was you? You, you did, yeah, the I did that. Oh, that's cool. I thought she did that. That's awesome. Uh-uh. So yeah. So, so you could you could anywhere in the country you could uh, look out your window and see a big old radio sound laying in your field. I've always wanted to find one of those. That's cool. Me too. Because I just want to keep it and put it on my wall and say, yeah. I, well, it, when it says dispose it properly, if it says send back, I'm going to send it back. <laughs> well, they have, they have batteries in them that have to be disposed of properly. Right. I don't know what type of batteries it would be. Probably the same batteries you put in our weather station that always says. Oh well, <laughs> I don't know. Oh god, yeah. So that's really cool. So like, like I said, you know, go back through our uh, Facebook page, not our website, our Facebook page, and scroll down, and you will see uh, a radio sign laying in a backyard. Just a little white box is all it is. Now it does yeah. have a little cord that was like an antenna. Did you see that? I wasn't sure antenna. if that was the string to the balloon that popped. I well, wasn't there sure. was a string to the balloon, which was really, really long. Uh-huh. It was like 30 feet long. But there was a little cord that looked like a – it basically looked like a cut extension cord. Oh, no, I missed that. Coming out of the bottom, and that's the antenna. And it had some sort of weather instrument 
on the side. It looked like a big spoon. Did you see that? Uh-uh. I got to go back and look at those pictures more. I think stuff, when I finally saw it, stuff started happening, and I had to start posting. Because I think yeah. you were kayaking, and so I had to when start I, <laughs> It got a lot of recognition. I mean, people sure like stories like that. So if you ever... Mm-hmm. Get a weather balloon land in your yard. Let us know. We'll share Definitely. It. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, and also, now this only happens until Sunday, I think, correct? The, your, correct. Your photo contest. Yeah, I got a photo contest. Yeah, going. so Just people... Take a picture of something spring, look for our photo contest, and post it in the comments. You'll be entered to win a $20 gift gift certificate to uh, Chillin' chill. Out. That's what I'm yeah, drinking chill. right now is a shake from Chillin' Out. They're pretty good. They're just right yeah. down the road for me, so I can go up there anytime. Yeah. Now, is this only in Branson? I mean, we can get yeah, it from anywhere, right but, but the place is in only in Branson, right? Yeah. Right next yeah, to the Panda House over a little, here. Uh, it's a food truck. Well, I, I'm thinking yep. if people listen to this and they live in, like, Kansas City and they send us a picture that wins, they'll have to come to Branson. Then they to have go- to come to Branson. <laughs> yep. There you we'll go. We'll send it to them, but they still have to come here to use they- <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, let's have to drive down here. Here's your certificate. That's cool. Yeah, but that but that ends on Sunday. So if, you, if you're listening to this podcast Sunday night or later next week, uh, it's not in the no, You've content. missed it. You missed it. Okay. Well, that's – is that all you, you got for in other news? Um. Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, I think Shara caught a little cat nap, and now she's ready for her segment. So let's get to that. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun facts. It's Shara's fun facts, and she's got there her phone, and she's eager to like dazzle us with information. I don't know how fun these are. These are. These are facts. Oh, okay. So they're not that fun. <laughs> I, found, right. I found spring facts. I okay. don't know how fun they are. <laughs> All right. Okay. If Earth rotated on an axis perpendicular to the plane of its orbit around the sun, rather than on the 23.4 degree tilt that it does, we would have no variation in day lengths and no variation in seasons. It would be the same year round. Oh, so if it's just so just that a little just, bit of tilt, wow, makes us have all these seasons. And you said that, and I'll say this, uh, and that kind of goes back to another news. Have you seen the new predictions from scientists that say by the year twenty one hundred, summer is going to basically be six months long. It's going to get longer and longer and longer. Oh no, the summer temperatures and and it's going to be bad for the earth. Uh, anyway, back to fun facts. Oh, Yay! Gosh. Is it going to come off its axis? Is it going to no, come off its no, tilt? It's just, Why is that? I don't know. It's Pe- just, people you know, are going the to way the climate it. is changing. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way the climate's changing. Oh, gosh. All right. We'll be gone by then. Oh, yeah. We'll be long gone. All right. If Pope Gregory the Thirteenth would not have established the Gregorian calendar which most of the world now observes, in 1582, then every 128 years, the vernal equinox, which is spring, would have come a full calendar day earlier, eventually putting Easter in midwinter. Ooh. Easter in winter, that'd be fun. Not. It well, already feels like winter half the time. It's already cold well, out every you, winter. You, you couldn't go out and hide white Easter eggs. That would be bad. Right, that's for sure. Yeah. Thank goodness for Pope Gregory 
Pope Eggery. Gregorian calendar. <laughs> Eggery. Eggery. <laughs> okay. The early Egyptians built the Great Sphinx so that it points directly toward the rising sun on the spring equinox. And what oh. about the one in Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that one counts. No, one earthquake away, it, it's, it'll... Well, they should. They should do it right. Yeah. Honeybees are more likely to swarm during the spring. They swarm as a way to start new colonies from successful ones. Surprisingly, swarming honeybees are very docile and the most friendly they will ever be all year. So, you see swarming bees in the spring, don't panic. They're fine. They won't even hurt you. Don't don't swat at them. They may land on you. I mean, they might get mad if you start swatting at them. But But that's what I was going to say. I love some Ozark's raw honey. It's the best. Oh, do you, honey, do you do yes. honey? Do you do anything with honey? Um, not really, but I'm not opposed to it. I we had of, some honey last year. We got it at the uh, farmers market down on uh, at the landing. Lo- local honey. Yeah, but it was infused with uh, with uh, was it habanero pepper? Some oh, some kind of warm pepper. Some. Why ruin the honey? But it wasn't bad. Oh. It just added a little bit they of They had lots of honey flavor. sticks. They had little flavored honey sticks. All kinds of different honey sticks. Oh, they were great. Oh, uh, I can't wait for the farmer's market stove. I don't like up. pepper stuff. I barely pepper my, you know, It wasn't pepper. hot at all. Yeah. It That's was still what people honey. say. It was honey with a kick. <laughs> I don't like honey that, with a kick. That like was my, my wife. Kick <laughs> my wife was honey tried. with you a kick. If you want your honey to kick you, I can do that. There you go. I have to hold myself <laughs> back sometimes, honey. <laughs> Every year, allergies constitute over 17 million outpatient office visits in the spring and fall. Wait a minute. 17 million just from people having allergies. So people think they're, like, really sick, and they go... No, they just have allergies, so they go probably see an allergist, or I don't know. Oh, wow. They just said outpatient visits. So some of them probably do. I assume that went up during COVID because people thought they had COVID, but they actually had allergies, so they went and got checked out. I thought I had a sinus infection once because my head hurt, and I went there, and they said, ah, you got allergies. I'm like, this feels like a sinus infection. Anyway, but yeah. Yep. One time I thought I had a brain tumor and had to get an MRI, and it turned out to be a really bad sinus infection. Massive sinus infection. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Another piece of the puzzle. Sinus infection. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. The first day of spring, the vernal equinox has 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of darkness. The term vernal is Latin for spring, and equinox is Latin for equal night. I used to drive one of those. An equinox? Yeah. Before spring was called spring, (laughs) it was called Lent. Oh, yeah, Lent's going on. They still do Lent in Old English. Starting in the 14th century, that time of year was called springing time, a reference to plants springing from the ground. In the 15th century, this got shortened to springtime, and then further shortened in the 16th century to just spring no, wait a minute. You just, a light bulb just came on when you said that. Spring, they got that from the plants and everything springing, springing up. Springing from, from the ground. And then fall, 
would be the leaves falling. Leaves falling. Wow. You just caught that random. Wow. I just, I and feel honestly, so smart. <laughs> send us your mint pictures doesn't have the same ring to it as send us your spring pictures. I yeah. mean, people still celebrate Lent, but yeah. isn't that where they give up something? Or Oh, know? yeah. No, I, I don't celebrate Lent. I don't give up anything. So. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's all. Oh, I that, got. That's, that's all, all you got. The, <laughs> that's all your fun. That's all the. F- oh wait, you sent me one and I can't find it. Oh, oh. well, what, what you? Had, it's you not in it? my pictures. I accepted it, but it's not there. And, and uh, we have our well, fourth it was a podcast, website, not a picture. But I, it's not there. Our, our fourth. Oh, so it would be in my your pictures. Okay, right. hold on. Hey, okay. so yes, Griffin okay. is is joining us and climbing is all over. Is it really Sarah. dangerous to do dishes during a thunderstorm? <gasps> No. What What do you think? You know, they tell you not to shower. They tell you not yeah. to do dishes. They tell you all these things. I say just do it. Thunderstorm. Just do it. Yeah. Why? You know it's safer to be inside your home when it's storming outside, but you should still take precautions to stay safe. Here's expert advice on what to do. Okay. Don't do the dishes. Oh. It might sound like an urban legend. Turns out it's true that you should avoid using any plumbing during a thunderstorm. Doing the dishes, taking a shower, or even just washing your hands can prove to be dangerous. If your house or plumbing isn't properly grounded, the electricity from a lightning strike can move through the pipes and water, which can shock you. Oh. Stay away from things that conduct electricity within the home. Wow. And that, and the that thing- would include both the wires and the plumbing. Keep the water off anytime you hear thunder. They advise. And this is from a lightning specialist. This is a lightning specialist at Ooh. the National, National Weather Service. Service. Okay. Well. Also counters the idea that plastic pipes make it safe to use your home's plumbing during a storm. Water can conduct electricity as well, he says in his post. Well, we know water goes cans. on. It's a big, long article. Don't use appliances. Don't use TVs. What? Don't wash your clothes. Sit and watch it thunder. <laughs> yes, that's what you have to do. Well, now, <laughs> do okay. not use any corded appliance. Well, if I know an electrical stand mixer, toaster, blender. Oh gosh. No, no. But <laughs> anything I... plugged into the wall or that also has I... connections to your home's plumbing, like your dishwasher, <laughs> can potentially be dangerous. So don't so, stand scary. in your dishwasher. <laughs> No, I, I definitely turn my me. computers off. Anything. I unplug my because computers. Because lightning can strike at a distance of up to 10 miles away. Yes. If you can hear thunder, you sure. should take precautions. When it comes to doing the dishes or cooking during a thunderstorm, your best bet... Cooking? It says to now. wait until the storm has passed. No, you can't use any appliances. It says zero appliances. What's my... <laughs> when it's safe to run the water again, you can practice these tricks. Can I go outside and grill during the thunderstorm? Absolutely. That's what I do. Yes. There's no that. <laughs> because there's no electricity, so you're good. <laughs> That's crazy. Our four-year-old is rubbing his tummy, saying he's hungry. Oh well, you know, you know, you know, he comes in at just about that same last time. Uh, yeah. Where the weather word it's of the week? Because he's rubbing his belly. Oh, that's so sweet. We need. I'm hungry. He we need says. to figure out how to get this video on YouTube. We can yeah. video our podcast. Well. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about that later on there. But anyway, since Griffin is hungry, why don't we get to this last segment? It's the weather word of the week. It's the Stormdar weather weather word of the week. And I think Shara's got that on there. Do, do you have that up there? I have it. Okay. What is this week's Stormdar weather weather word 
of the week. Ground truth. Ground truth. Okay. What Waiting is... on my applause. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, your applause. Will fi- okay. It's finishing up. <laughs> All right. What is ground truth? Information such as local weather conditions provided by direct observation, i.e. empirical evidence, as opposed to information provided by inference. Yeah. So it's like hardcore data, information. Someone saw it. Someone has proof. Yeah. They got the ground truth. G-R-O-U-N-D. Ground. Not round, but ground. And there we go. And if they're not grounded, they could get shocked doing the dishes. That's true. Or cooking. Or showering. We can't do the podcast if it's storming outside. Well, we should b- better ground the weather station. Oh, you, you know, we had talked about that. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need some copper wire. No, we can't do the podcast if it's if it's lightning because Corey and I will be outside with our cameras live streaming. And grilling. Making a tri-tip. And grilling. <laughs> Yeah, I will definitely be over <laughs> with tri-tips. You still gotta, we still got to talk about tri-tips. I want to try oh, tri-tips good. at some point. It's been a while. Yeah, well, it's getting that grilling time of year. And you planted all your berries and your... And your it's grilling time of year every, every year yeah. round. For When's 40. your pool open? He, he grilled all winter. I don't know. Usually Memorial Day. At the end That's of May? Yeah. Oh God, that's well, too much. Yeah. No, it was, it's usually mid-May, yeah, first of May. Last late. year it was late because of COVID, so they they didn't open oh, yeah. until like June first. Yeah, we'll have but to I'm do the podcast out there on your pool at some point. Well, we'll have to do our twenty-five thousandth like extravaganza from the pool. We'll do a video. Do that's some giveaways. true. We just need what seven hundred and fifty more. We did that from the pool one time. For 5,000? Is it 3,000 or 5,000? 5,000 likes. 5,000. Yeah. And now we're almost 5, five times that, that. Five years ago? Six years ago? We're wow. In, no, it wasn't that long ago. It's 2016. It was? That's yep. five years ago. Wow. See, we lost last year. I, I, I don't even count 2020 or 2019. 2020, yeah. I really was, try to block it, it out. Took us, yeah. <laughs> Five, no. six years? To 2020, what? I don't remember that year. I don't we skipped that <laughs> year. Five, four to five years to get 20,000 more likes. Yeah, well, I mean, there were a couple of incidences that really bumped us up. We need some more incidences to get us going there. So, Okay, yeah, I think Griffin is hungry. So, <laughs> You got anything yeah. else? I don't think so. So, Shara's about to sleep. You got anything else, Shara? I'm good. You're good. All right. Well, let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the Sun Safety Edition and April 5th for the in-person Stormdark Weather Podcast. We're doing them live now? We aren't live. We're not live. <laughs>